Welcome to the show, everybody, as opposed to our normal slasher I Hardly Know Her episode. This week, we are featuring a jump scare episode. Now, if you're not familiar with those, we do them every now and then, usually with an independent filmmaker making a fan film, but not always, or at least that's what it's been so far, but it could be anything. This week, though, it is just that and it is one that I'm very excited about. Actually, been waiting months to get this uh, done, but filmmaker Michelle Lynn was nice enough to make time in her schedule to sit down and talk to me about her very exciting project. Now, let me give you a little backstory. I am a huge Halloween 3 fan, and if the number of listens we got on the Halloween 3 episode that we did uh, last year in season one, is any indication there are a lot of Halloween 3 fans out there. So I'm particularly excited about this jump scare episode because Michelle Lynn, also a big Halloween 3 fan, decided why not expand that universe. So she's making a fan film, which is a Halloween 3 sequel. And if you watch the trailer to this, and I will go ahead and link that down there in the show information. So just go to whatever podcast app that you're listening to, look at the show info. I'll include a couple of links, one to this trailer, and then two, a link on how you can help make this thing the best that it can possibly be uh, by donating a little bit of money. But uh, the trailer really captures what Halloween 3 is. I mean, it's a very unique feel. Anybody that's a Halloween 3 fan or has seen that movie knows that this would not be something that was very easy to capture. And it would take a true fan to do that. And it is clear that Michelle Lynn and the crew she's working with are true fans because watching this trailer feels like we are adding to that universe, which is something that I have always wanted, of course, as a fan to see more of this universe. Uh, and that is exactly what she's doing. So I'm not going to make you sit here and listen to me for a long time. Of course, we will be back next week with one of our normal episodes. Uh, but I'm very excited to bring you this interview with filmmakers. She's a producer. She's a director. She's the writer. She also stars in uh, this film, The Third Channel. Michelle Lynn, let's just get right to that interview and hear what she had to say. So let's just start off by saying, uh, why Halloween 3? I absolutely love Halloween 3. I saw Halloween 3 when I was a kid, when it first came on the theaters, and I'm pretty sure I drove my family nuts um, by wanting to go see it several times. Uh, and this was in downtown Detroit. <laughs> And uh, I don't know, you know, something about the movie kind of stuck with me for a really long time. Um, I really enjoy the lore, like the, the Irish lore, uh, the mythology behind it. I think that there's a lot to be said. You know, there, there's just a, there's, to me, there's just a lot, there's so much there. There's so many levels of uh, interesting things that can be said about that movie. I, like many people at the time, went to go see it and thought... Uh, okay, I'm going to see another Michael Myers movie. And then, right. you know, you get in and you keep going, oh, where is he? You know, why why am I not seeing him? And and so a lot of people at the time, I think, were disappointed. It's why they, you know, ditched that whole thing and went back to Michael Myers. Uh, but then here we find ourselves in 2022. And, you know, I'm a, 
you know, I think you're a member of the same group. There's a Facebook group of people devoted to it. I go to horror cons yeah. and I see people with Halloween 3 shirts. This has become, you know, much more in its later years than it ever was. Exactly. I agree 100%. And I actually had the reversal of uh, an experience uh, going to see it for the first time. Uh, Halloween 3 was actually, uh, Halloween 3 Season of the Witch was actually the very first Halloween film I had ever seen in the franchise. So I had the exact opposite uh, reaction to it. Uh, when I had gone and seen it, I thought, oh, okay, this is what this movie is about. And then... Um, I, you know, that was, that was also the time where, uh, VHS was, was coming out and, and laser discs and all those, all those great inventions that we no longer really use anymore. Uh, but, uh, I realized one time at the store, the video store that they had Halloween too. Uh, on uh, video disc, and I, I was, I told my father, I was like, oh, I really want to see that. Can we rent it or whatever? And, and I was expecting to see because it was Halloween too. I thought I was going to see uh, a little bit more information about how things got started with like Silver Shamrock, <laughs> and who is this, you know, who is this Colonel Cochran guy, and and how did he start out? And and so I had the exact opposite reaction. Uh, to the film, uh, whereas a lot of people saw it, just as you were you were saying, uh, you went to see it and you were like, "Well, where is Michael Myers?" <laughs> I love that though, because you don't you don't hear that version of the story often, so that's that's a unique perspective. Uh, right. How did you get into filmmaking in the first place? Oh my goodness! Well, I kind of have my father to thank for that. Um, you know, he got. He got us a video camera uh, when I was just a kid, and it was it was obviously one of those really old ones. Uh, I believe it was the the name brand was called Quasar, <laughs> whatever <laughs> whatever concoction uh, they they decided to to name their their brand name <laughs> like that. Um, but it was def it was one of those video cameras where it had the shoulder pack and with the camera. That, uh, and then you had uh, this separate, um, uh, this separate unit that that housed the videotape, and it was so heavy. Um, whenever I had, whenever I wanted to make little films or whatever, I actually had to get my dad to like help, because you know, being like a, a twelve-year-old girl <laughs> trying to. Like, you know, carry this big, big, you know, huge piece of equipment around. Um, but my, my friend, my one friend, James, and I, uh, when I was uh, in, in downtown Detroit, we would always make these really crazy, uh, like, little skits. Um, some of them were about, like, ninjas and things like that. And we would just make up, like, crazy stuff and film it. Um, so that's kind of, like, how I got started in filmmaking is, with analog videotape recording. Um, and then um, then I would try to obviously edit it together. And, you know, I think my family got like another VCR and, uh, you know, we would, I would try to, you know, edit stuff together as best as I could using two decks. And uh, it was very interesting because I think we were probably the only um, family on the block who owned a video camera 
and two VHS tape decks, and people probably thought we were in the duplication process or something. <laughs> but um, then I kind of like, you know, I wanted to branch out and, and really learn filmmaking. Um, and that's kind of like brought, what brought me out to like the L.A. area. Um, I attended school at the Art Institute, um, where I learned a whole bunch of stuff there. Um, and, you know, I decided to, to make this, this film called the, the Third Channel. Um, so I, I did a lot of stuff in between that, too. Um, but, uh, I mean, I guess, I guess more or less uh, the inspiration came from, you know, getting the video camera and being able to use it. And then also kind of like coming up with my own ideas because I already, you know, I already love horror. Um, and I really decided to, you know, stick with that genre because it, it really kind of stuck with me. So tell us a little bit about the third channel. I've watched the trailer that you uh, sent me. And I have to say that me and my co-host, you know, we love Halloween 3. I grew up mm -hmm. loving Halloween 3 with, you know, my friends from school. And I think one of the things that we love about it so much that we find so attractive is it has a very particular feel. Like there's a feel to it that is like no other movie. And I really feel like your trailer captures that feel. Like I get the same feeling. It feels like I'm watching something within that universe. Uh, wow. Yes. I mean, absolutely. That's, There's no question. That's quite an honor for someone to say that. Thank you. That's really amazing. Well, it really, um, it really does. I mean, it, you, you captured it. You're obviously, you know, coming from a place of love with that because, you know, mm -hmm. here we are talking about I'm watching something that you made out there that invokes the exact same feeling in me that it invokes when I watch three. So how do you, I mean, was there a special approach to that? Because, I mean, every horror movie doesn't feel like the horror movie oh before God. it so how well do i have a <laughs> do i have a story for you on that uh although it's, it's come up in in other uh interviews um the whole kind of like brainchild for this whole thing came from a dream that i had um i actually had this really amazing dream one night um about the film and about what it was going to be about um and maybe not all of the elements were there i still kind of had to figure them out uh but i the next morning that i woke up i i got up and i started filling a journal out of a notebook of, of everything that i could remember in the dream and it was just it just came out i mean i don't know if i you know, connected with some kind of like, you know, uh, great server of, of information or something, but it, it just seemed to kind of like flow. And I, I've heard, you know, other writers kind of get that too sometimes. Uh, like Stephen King has nightmares about uh, his movies and, and that's how he kind of writes things. Um, but it, it it's just, like and, and when I woke up, I mean, I I have to say, I, I it kind of it kind of scared me a little bit. Like I, I I mean, not like in a bad way, but kind of like in a good way. Kind of like that exciting, but yet you know when you don't really fully understand something and you're trying to figure it out and you're trying to recall everything that you can about a particular dream, and that's 
to me, that's kind of like the magic of it. Um, you know, and, and one of the, one of the things that I, that I have put in one of the other trailers is, um, one of the lines that our lead actor says, uh, the, the role of O'Fuelan, he asks Jessica Kelly, do you believe in magic? And I kind of feel like I wanted to capture that because, you know, there's so much magic and lore, uh, that surrounds Halloween three. I mean, you just cannot go hand in hand, uh, without it in my personal opinion. <laughs> and I mean, I have a hard enough time just trying to remember my dreams. I can't imagine you frantically putting it into a notebook before you forget <laughs> it and then having to turn it into a script. That must be quite, <laughs> exactly. the, quite the bit of effort. Uh, it, it's funny too, because I, uh, when I was first beginning to write the script, um, I brought it to Steve Merlo, who's one of our associate producers. He's the producer and writer uh, and director of uh, the Sawyer Massacre. And uh, he's been very instrumental in this whole process, too, of, you know, kind of helping me out with things like the India Go-Go and kind of being a, a go-to person. Um, and I brought him, I think it was like maybe at that point, a six or seven page script. <laughs> he read it and he came back to me and said, well, Michelle, if you want to make this into a film, it has to be a little bit longer than seven pages. <laughs> so about maybe two or three weeks later, I came back to him with like a 60 page. <laughs> wow. So what's, I mean, since you've been putting it out there since, you know, I mean, you and I talked, you know, a couple of months ago about this mm -hmm. project. I saw it, I got excited and you know, I'm just one guy. What has the response been from fans of the original about you delving into this universe? I think I have gotten a lot of really good responses. I mean, and, and I'm not saying that in like any type of like a pious way or anything like that. I mean, there's a lot of people uh, have, who have come to me and told me, gosh, this is really amazing. And, and you know, I've, Pretty much everything before I, I send it out, uh, I show, you know, to to some of our, you know, executive producers like uh, Amy Crabtree um, and people like that, Steve Merlo, and, you know, the response has been pretty, pretty tight, pretty good. Um, and uh, Jordan Cartwright, who just joined our league of uh, associate producers. Uh, he did a little segment uh, for his page, um, and he absolutely loved the trailer as well. So I do. I I also feel like it it does capture that, and you know, I kind of wanted to bring something because you see this with a lot of fan films, in my personal opinion, uh, where there won't really be much of a like. Let's just take for example the Michael Myers saga. Uh, you'll have you know, some people coming together to make a fan film and, you know, not, not saying anything negative, but it seems like there's not very much depth. There's not very much character development or even like a real substantial story. Um, whereas mine, I feel like there's an actual story there. There's a storyline. Uh, we want to know who Jessica Kelly is. We want to know, what that character is, what that character goes through. We want to know what what happens in the sequel. Um, you know, uh, you know, just from the trailer, people want to know more. 
about O'Flaylin. Like, who is O'Flaylin? <laughs> and we really haven't given him the actual name of, of we don't really know who he is in the trailer. Uh, but the gentleman from uh, County Cork, Ireland, with the accent, who asks, who rolls down the window and says, you know, excuse me, are you Jessica Jelly? That's Brendan Hayes. And he's from County Cork, Ireland, which is the same exact place as Daniel O'Hurley he is from. Oh, wow. Um, and that's also another thing, too. I really wanted to keep in uh, step with, with trying to make it as authentic as possible to the original. Um, now, Brendan contacted us, like, like on his own because he's you know a very very big fan of Halloween three, uh, so it wasn't like I, I mean in a perfect world that's what I would have been looking for, but I knew that I probably would have had to have tried to get somebody, you know here from the states who either has a slight Irish accent or, or someone who didn't and and believe me I did have a few auditions where it was very very cringeworthy. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, people would try to speak in that accent and I was like, oh my gosh! Like I I I, I give them their due credit for trying, but uh, if you do not have that accent, you do not have that accent. Um, in some respects, it is kind of like uh, watching. Watching a movie like, um, what was it? I was just watching uh, Stephen King's Storm of the Century, where they try to come up with that Maine accent. Um, And I've spent years in Maine. My my mom uh, and sister are from Maine. And, you know, so I grew up and went to high school there. And it seems like nobody in a Stephen King film, (laughs) I keep going back to Stephen King, can match that, you know, authentic Maine accent, that New England, you know, uh, you know, hey, uh, park the car, <laughs> what's for dinner? Oh, some lobster, <laughs> you know, and, and you, you, you don't get that if, if the people are not authentic and if they don't know that accent or, or it's going to have to take some really, you know, big practicing other people part. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of, speaking of, I know I'm a little bit going on a tangent here, but, uh, you know, the other person I want to make mention of here, too, who really shines is David W. Butcher, who plays the part of uh, Dan Chalice in the third channel. Um, he is just amazing, and we had to spend many, many, many rehearsals going over the exact type of that Midwestern, like, accent because uh, I believe Tom Atkins is from Pennsylvania I believe um, and you know it, you hear Tom Tom Atkins accent and you know right away that it's Tom Atkins I've had people ask me if if I had dubbed over uh, characters from Halloween 3 uh, their voice to David W. Butcher and no I didn't that's his real voice wow. <laughs> Wow. So where can people, when can people expect to see this movie? Where can they expect to see it? I am doing my very best to get it done. I'm, I'm in the post-production process right now with editing it. And the latest, the latest will be October of next year, which is October 2023. Mm-hmm. However, if I can get if I can get things together beforehand, um, then I will do it sooner uh, just because I am, like, super excited to even show my work. Right. 
And do you know how you're going to try to get it out there? Are you going to make DVDs or are you going to oh. put it online? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're going to do the DVDs. We've got DVD Blu-rays available. Uh, we've got digital downloads available on our Indiegogo. Uh, and basically, uh, when we do get it done, uh, it will be available on free forms of uh, online streaming, such as YouTube, uh, maybe you know whatever we can whatever we can do to get it out there, uh, it will be out there available for people to watch. So tell me you're not excited about that. She was a fantastic interview, very nice person. And again, I'm not super familiar with a lot of her work, but I did see this trailer and it looks phenomenal. So please go click on that link, watch this trailer. And then if you are so inclined, uh, send a little money their way. Help them make this film the best film that it can be. These are not the fan films of, you know, my childhood at least, where we'd go out in the backyard, set up a camera, and uh, have a lightsaber duel. These are true films. Filmmaking has become something that can feasibly be put in the hands of the fans. And if uh, what we've seen so far of what Michelle Lynn is doing, expanding this universe with the third channel, it is clear that uh, she certainly has that ability, her and the folks she's working with, have that ability to make uh, a compelling film that I, for one, am very excited to see. So please click on that link, watch that trailer, support them if you can, and uh, we'll update you when this comes out. We'll talk about it on the podcast, of course, but uh, you know, just join on there yourself and update yourself because I think this is a project that's going to be exciting to follow and certainly one we are excited to watch. Again, for uh, Micah, this is Alex. Thank you so much for listening to this jump scare episode of Slasher. I hardly know her. We're back next week with another episode. Thanks for listening. Give us a like, subscribe, tell your friends, and you can always visit us at getslash.com. Slash.